Welcome to Design Your Life with Sandy. I am your host, Sandy Yang. I am a brain rewiring certified coach and human design expert. In this podcast, we talk about becoming the most kick-ass, unstoppable version of yourself, building a life of alignment and flow that you deserve, and taking a holistic approach to health and wellness. Don't forget to connect with me on Instagram at Sandy Yang Wellness. Hello, today we have a repeat guest on the podcast. My friend Katie was on episode 6. We were talking about brain rewiring, manifesting love, overcoming shadows, wounds, masculine versus feminine energy, all that sort of thing. And today we're talking about crystals. So Katie, she is at Katie McKnight Wellness on Instagram. Give her a follow. She is an absolute light to follow on social media. Not only is she a brain rewiring certified coach like myself, she does energy healing and she is amazing at it. She is also a functional nutritionist. So very multi-talented. She is a manifesting generator with 1-3 profile. We always have a really good time just talking and in today's conversation we really dive deep into crystals. I have always been drawn to them because they look pretty you know but I will kind of like get them but then not really know what to do with it and kind of forget to cleanse them and just don't really know what's the deal. But Katie is an expert in crystals. She uses them a lot in her healing with clients for herself. And she is actually coming out with a crystal course very, very soon. So if that's something you're interested in, definitely keep an eye on that on her social media. So in our conversation, we talk about how to pick your crystal, how to use them. They're incredibly useful for amplifying your healing and manifestations, which I think is super cool. Step by step, like how to pick them, cleanse them, set intentions, all that stuff. We go into detail and talking about this reminded me of how just fucking important setting intentions are. Also, and we talk about this, um, a lot of us go into doubt when we are practicing spirituality things like oracle cards, crystals, pendulum, whatever it is, like we kind of distract ourselves and spend energy and time on wondering if we're even doing this right. Like I know I for sure do that sometimes and it's just so unnecessary. You know what I mean? But I am just going to let you listen to this episode for yourself and enjoy. I will see you on the other side. Welcome back to the podcast. Hey, I'm so happy to be back. So today we have a really exciting topic. Well, I don't know how exciting. Depends on who you are, but um, I think it's exciting exciting for us. (laughs) So we're talking everything about crystals. Um... I personally am, I'm drawn to them. Like I am drawn to like certain ones like citrine, um, rose quartz, pyrite. And it's really interesting because 
last time we were chatting, you were like, "Oh, you should create like a crystal grid or put one together with those crystals." And、oh, like, yeah, "Oh, I love、right. those."、Um, so, I'm just curious. I'm sure a lot of people would benefit from knowing how to use crystals, how to pick their own crystals, cleansing them, charging them, setting intentions, all the basics. If someone is looking to get started, but to start off. Tell everyone who you are. Yeah,、um, I am Katie McKnight. I am an energy healer, Brain Orion certified coach, and a functional nutritional therapy practitioner.、Um, and I just combined all three things together with my clients, and also incorporate a lot of crystal work too. Yeah. So crystals, I first heard about them because I follow, you know, like Spirit Daughter on Instagram,、oh, and、yeah. it looks super pretty. And I'm like, oh, I want one, but you know, really for the aesthetics.、Um, but I did a Reiki healing session with someone random that I found a few years ago, and、mm. she would put crystals all over me、um, during the session.、Mm. So I'm like, oh, do crystals like heal me? So do crystals heal people? So, they they're a modality that helps kind of amplify that healing process. They won't quote heal you, just using them on their own,、um, but they're help. They're like used as a tool to help that process kind of move along. So it's like you kind of have to do like the deep healing work, but it just like makes it maybe ten times more effective.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. So think about it like. If you're physically healing, right, on a physical level, like dealing with parasites or heavy metal or mold or something in that sense, energy healing goes like deeper. But it also helps amplify that process and move along that process a bit quicker. So if you're doing that deep healing work, say we're focusing more on like the shadow or inner child healing, you can use crystals that are you're called to or that are called for that specific topic, and you can. Um, implement those in your healing practice and help amplify that in a sense. Oh, okay, that's really interesting. So you can't just like get a citrine bracelet and you will just all of a sudden become confident, which is why I thought a while back. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So I mean, it's intention, right? So it's it's it goes along with the placebo effect too. It's like if you believe it's going to heal you, why not? Yeah, I think gen- generally though it's more used as a tool to help the process a bit. Yeah, and it makes your process more aesthetically pleasing too. Yeah, we want it to be a fun process, not a <laughs> drag your feet in the mud. You know? Yeah, totally. So I am kind. I would say I'm a little bit of a minimalist.、Um, I have some crystals. I have. Pyrite earrings,、oh, you know, just like one here and one there.、Mm-hmm. And I feel like I don't do a really good job with, you know, cleansing them or charging them. So, what's like the routine you should practice if you have crystals and you want to amplify your manifestation or your healing? Yeah. So, I actually just posted this on Instagram the other day. No coincidence. Um, so my favorite way to cleanse and clear my crystals is the full moon. I'm really connected to the full moon, so、um, that's something that I'm automatically drawn to. So in that sense, you just—I live in an apartment, so I'll 
I will lay a towel down and put all the crystals individually on that and allow them to sit overnight under the moonlight. Um, and then I'll get them in the morning. And if you live in a house, maybe you could set them on mother earth, do it that way. Um, under the full moon. That's what I find is it cleanses the quickest. You can also use sage as more of a visual tool. If you're more visual, the sage will be really, really beneficial for that. Um, you could also do just visualizations in general, holding it, sitting with it, visualizing a white light coming through it and clearing and cleansing whatever needs to be. Um, you can use music or sound, binaural beats, what else? Mother Earth, just in general. You just want to make sure it's out of the sun um, just because some crystals, if they're in the sun too long, it will actually dull their color. So like amethyst is one in particular that you want to keep away from the sun. So away from the windowsill, away from charging it in the sunlight, because it'll get, it'll take that beautiful purple color away. That's good to know, because I have heard you should charge it under the sun, but not all crystals, apparently. Yeah, there's that one. And then there's the misconception with water too. A lot of crystals shouldn't be placed in water um, because of the the structure of the actual crystal. It's not hard enough to sustain in the water. So it'll actually break down chemically um, and then it's doing more harm than anything else. So I just say stick with the moon, stick with the moonlight. Okay, so will you cleanse your crystals every four weeks then? So that's what I recommend to people. I tend to do it. I do. So I we had a super moon back in, uh, it's May now. So back in April. April. So it I was so charged. intense. We have three back-to-back super moons. So these next two are also super moons. So be ready. What does a super moon mean? It's <clears throat> the moon is just like, it's closer and it's just bigger. It looks like a big, like light bulb in the sky more so than normal. And it just amplifies the energy of whatever's going around. <laughs> So it's intense. Yeah, yeah. A whole other topic. Truly. And like, oh, was it intense because eclipse season? Or is it because the sign it is correlated to? Because I know like Scorpio was the last one and and it was like really intense for me. Yeah. So I don't know why this last one. I think just everything that's going on just in general is amplifying the energy. And now we're being... A lot of us are being guided to go inner more than we did last year. And it's a more of an emotional process, more than a physical one that a lot of us experienced last year during this time. So um, I think that has something to do with it. I know that the last one, there were Pluto also went in retrograde. And then this next one, right after the supermoon, Mercury goes in retrograde at the beginning of June. So That'll be another fun time. (laughs) Like I used to pay attention to those things. Like I had a subscription that explained every full moon and new moon to me. Oh yeah. But I feel like I got to a point where I was just like, okay, I think I'm paying too much attention to this and I should just like maybe take a break and go with the flow. But Pluto Mm -hmm. is kind of an intense planet. So yeah, it's it's underrated, I think. (laughs) I think it's like the one that like kind of, really like throw people into like rock bottom so they can come out stronger it's like that's how I see it yeah I think that one in Saturn Saturn's a teacher the teacher planet so I think those two go together yeah it's like the tough love planet 
<laughs> yep. Okay. Not so, fun, but needed. Yeah. So um, just to recap, cleanse your crystals, you know, when you feel like they need cleansing, but every full moon is probably a good idea. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So for me, I have a lot of crystals. So this last full moon, I just charged all of them. I felt like it was needed. There's a, there's some that I don't use that often, so I don't charge them as much, but the ones I use all the time, I, I do once a month for sure. Mm. Okay. So cleansing and charging can happen simultaneously then. Mm -hmm. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. Yeah. And intention is always important too. Um, yes. okay. that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother hour topic is intentions. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. So it amplifies your manifestation and your healing is not like, you know, you, you wouldn't be like spiritual bypassing anyways. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. You just use it as a tool. That's all. Right. So I hear people like, me um, meditate with them. So how would mm -hmm. that actually work? Um, I know there are different shapes and sizes, so they can go from like really tiny ones to like big clusters. And I personally love the clusters and they're like spheres Me too. and they're those wands. So how do you pick, like, let's just talk about size and then we can move on to which crystals specifically. Yeah. So, um, with size, the bigger the crystal is the more energy it will bring in, right? That's just what we think of, but it doesn't mean that the big one's better. And I think that's a mis mis like a common misconception too, is like, just because it's a bigger crystal doesn't mean it's going to bring in more of your manifestation than this tumbled rock that's, you know, a size of a quarter. So it goes back to, again, what are you drawn to in that moment? Are you drawn to, like, I have a I have a big Labradorite. It's, it's pretty big. And then I have a small one. I use the small one way more than I do the large one. And so it just depends. Um, and then in a sense with uh, shapes, this is something I'm going to go into with my crystal course is like every different kind of shape. We have the clusters, we have the wands, the tumbled, we have the animals, we have, if they're skull shape, if they're big, if they're cluster, like dive in deep into that. Um, but again, it goes back to what's your intention behind it. So each different shape has a different intention or um, a different amplification with it. So yeah, in the course, I go really deep into that. And then in terms of using it on your physical body, for me personally, I love to use amethyst on my third eye that help it, helps me cleanse my third eye out, but also allows me to be more connected. And then I have a selenite wand that I use across my heart chakra. So I just lay it like from my throat down to my heart. Um, those are the two I use pretty much with placing in my body. Okay. I love what you said about shapes and sizes. <laughs> sizes, not everything. Um, okay. So for like me, um, I put citrine in my wallet. So obviously, you know, I would pick a tiny one. But let's say if you are trying to really like hone in that energy, you might like with your career, you might like get a cluster and put it on your desk. So it's really like mm -hmm. up to you. Um, yeah, be intuitive with it. And okay, that brings me to my next question. How do we pick crystals? 
um, like I said in the beginning, maybe we're just naturally drawn to certain ones. It can have something to do with the chakras you need to work on a little bit more. Does it also have to do with like your aura colors? Because like, mm. I feel like all the crystals you recommended for me are <laughs> my aura colors. Yeah. Yeah, I think, oh man, I love this question. I think that, again, it's a really intuitive process. So I know for me, I've always been drawn to crystals my whole life. Um, and I just, amethyst is what I always go back to. It was, it's My favorite color is purple. My aura is purple. I'm really connected to the color purple. There's no coincidence I'm attracted to a purple crystal, you know? And so I think it just comes down to, if you go into a crystal shop, it's like, what are you drawn to first? Are you drawn to the labradorite in the corner? Or are you drawn to the crystal wall that has the whole thing, all the crystals there? And you just go and you sit with, which one am I drawn to today? Um, or it could be you're looking online at packet, like packs. They could be like a manifestation pack, a prosperity pack of like a a few crystals put together that you're more drawn to and you order it that way, or you might go to a crystal show and find one there. I mean, it's just very go with the flow. There's no right way to do this. There's no wrong way to do this. And I think that's something when people get involved with crystals, it's very intimidating because it feels like there's only one way to do it and there's not at all. Yeah. And I feel way better about it because you're explaining all of this to me. And sometimes I look at my crystals, I'm like, I feel a little bad. I haven't touched it in months. Um, okay, I'm actually very curious, does it matter where you buy them? Because I guess, is sourcing an issue? Um, I think you just have to use discernment with it. So I know for me, I, I tend to buy crystals from a local shop, crystal shows, energy muse, and there's a few shops on Etsy that I really like. Um, I tend to be drawn to the ones that people say are infused with like Reiki or like energy healing because they have really taken the time to do that and clear it out before it's sent to me because I don't want to get a crystal and it's filled with all this like gunk and stuff. You know what I mean? Um, so that's something I look out for. I've also considered like selling my own, like selling crystals. So that could be on the horizon. Um, yeah, just discernment. So always so important. Yeah, um, totally. So Energy Muse is like a pretty big platform that kind of gives you just like reliable resources if you're getting started. Um, and it's just like, you know, like where people tend to get started first if you don't know which Etsy shop to go to. So it's always yeah. a good one. I know you have this Oracle deck from Energy Muse. Is it Energy Muse? Mm. Do you like yeah. that deck? Yeah, it's it's called the Daily Crystal Inspiration. Should I pull a card since you just said that? Yes. Let's see. Yeah, this is one of my favorite decks. Um, I use it a lot during my healing sessions as like added guidance per se. So let's see. Let's see what we have to know today.
Oh, what is that? Let's see. Uh, Chrysocola, start fresh. There's a lot of new beginnings going around right now. Can you elaborate? So like a lot of us are going through this uh, like physical purge, emotional purge, like just getting rid of a lot of things in our lives that are not for our highest and best. Mm-hmm. Um, and people are moving up to a different frequency and they're leaving behind things that are not ready to move with them. And then we have red Jasper, which is take action. Nice. So a lot of that new beginnings vibe where you're so excited to start something new, like you had just gotten rid of so much stuff, created so much space, and now you're acting on the things to create new in your life. So there we have it. Beautiful. And is actually a new moon today, right? It is. How coincident. Do you know I haven't seen the moon since December? Because it's so urban here that the buildings cover the moon and it's usually really cloudy at night. And it's just, you know, one, one, I remember like one full moon. I was like, okay, I need to go see this. So I went out and I was just like looking for it for like a good 10 minutes. And then when I found it, it was really far away and it was really tiny. Oh, was it the pink one? Yeah. Yeah. That's so, that sucks. I love the full moon. I know. I'm like, I miss the moon. <laughs> It'll be ready for you. Yeah. Okay. So I love the card reading you just did. Oracle cards are also a really good tool if you're looking to, you know, develop your intuition. It's kind of like, it never gives you a bad message, you know? No, it just, it's, it gives you the message that you need to hear, whether you already know it or not. Like whether it's, whether it's very apparent or it'll unfold in the next like two or three days. I love them. Yeah. And it is totally normal to have multiple decks. Now I'm realizing. I have one, two, three, four, five, six. You're kidding me. I have seven, but I only really use four of them. Oh, does it matter? Like if you use one deck and then don't use it and then use it again, does it still like provide you with, you know, message that are on point mm-hmm. or does it get a little bitter? Like, why is it neglected? <laughs> I'm always wondering. I think it, it's just the phases, right? So think about it like eating. I know for me, like as I've gone through my spiritual journey there's certain foods that I like I I eat every single day and then one day I'm just I can't eat this anymore and I have to take a break and then it's a cycle so it's the same thing with these like oracle cards it's the same thing with crystals too um and it's just not having judgment around it and allowing you to be okay with okay this is not really resonating with me that's okay I'll I'll come back to it when when I feel ready yeah okay that makes sense because I have, I only have two decks and I only brought with me one deck and now I really miss the other. So you're thinking, you're like, is the other deck like mad at me? Yeah. Um, So with any psychic tools or spiritual tools, you just want to like set intention with them and clear them like definitely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Now let's kind of like go through the process of like, 
how you go about, you know, getting your crystal, what happens when you receive it, cleansing, setting intentions, the whole process. Love it. I love this. And I think this is a process that's really overlooked. Um, and people just pass by and like, oh, I have my crystal. That's all I need. Yeah. Mm. That's like me. (laughs) This was me too. And then I realized, um, how like important this process is, especially if I want to use it for manifestation or healing, um, to really start it off with on a good foot. So the very first thing you do is you get your crystal, right? So whether that's online or a crystal shop, crystal show, whatever you're feeling drawn to, and you have that crystal. So let's say I'll grab, this is my favorite stone, my labradorite stone. So pretend this is my new stone and I get it. And one thing that I'll get, I'll get to that in a second. So when you get it, the first thing you want to do is cleanse and clear it. So if there's not a full moon, that's okay. My go-to sage. Like if I get a new crystal sage is my go-to it's quick, it's easy. You see what's happening and, and you know what's happening. So I'll sit with my crystal. I'll get some sage. I'll be intentional and clear and cleanse it. Um, and the reason you want to do this is because like for say this has been sitting in a crystal shop for like six months, right? This crystal is going to pick on, pick up on every energy that's been around it. Crystals hold so much energy and so much memory that you want to start fresh with it. And the way to do that is cleanse it. So get your sage, you cleanse it, you do all that stuff. And then you want to ground yourself. So whether that's grounding on mother earth, doing a grounding meditation, just getting yourself in a very centered position, um, to help the next steps, which is going to be intentions, programming them, infusing them and so on. So after you feel grounded and you're ready, you're going to get your crystal, you're going to sit with it and you're just going to start by taking some deep breaths. And from there, you are going to visualize, we're just going to do another cleansing thing is visualize a white light coming through it and just taking away anything that is no longer serving the crystal and that will not serve you in whatever intention you have for it. From there, you will write down your intention, whatever that is. If you want to bring in the love of your life, if you want to promote all the healing, if you want to bring in abundance, like whatever it is, there's no right or wrong answers. You write it down on a sheet of paper, you put the crystal on top of it and you let it program and infuse with that intention. And then this, this, this other really cool thing has been coming up that my guides have been talking to me about is the crystals that you feel really, really connected with. And you feel like you're going to use a lot is to name them. So give them a name, giving them a name gives them a deeper connection. So this Labradorite stone that I have, she has been through quite some journeys with me. Um, I named her Jazzy. So I have a personal connection with the stone even more so than before. So giving it that personal connection with the intention is going to help amplify that and bring your connection to another level. And then, and then you can use it for whatever from there. Cool. So how do you actually use it? Like, can you hold them during your meditation? Mm -hmm. You can put it in your wallet, put it on your desk. How else do you use them? Yeah. So you can do all the ways you said, so meditate, put them in your environment, um, just based on what it is. So if it's 
a sleep stone, you can put it on your side table, or if it's for manifestation or work or abundance, you put it on your desk. Um, you can actually, some of them, the ones you can put in water, you can make moon water. So I was going to ask you about that. What's the deal with yeah. that? Yeah. So, so you can do either do moon water with it, or you can infuse water with it. So if I have I'm trying to think of what stone, uh, it's not coming to me right now. I think lapis lazuli is okay. Um, you put it in your water. So like, say like, I just put this stone in my water and let it sit for like an hour or so. And then I'll take the stone out and then that the water will be infused with the energy from that crystal. And then you can drink it, um, based on what the intention is that you had behind it. And then the same with the moon water. So you can do it with or without a crystal and you just set a glass of water outside under the full moon and the energy from the full moon will infuse the water, amplify the water. And then when you drink it, you'll get the energy from the moon, from the charged water. So cool. So with charging and cleansing with the moon, whether that's water or crystal, mm -hmm. does it actually have to be exposed? I mean, I guess the moon is always there, but like if I cannot see the moon, does it matter? Because I do not see the moon these days. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that as long, again, back to intention, as long as there's the intention behind it, um, then there's no wrong about it, you know? Mm -hmm. Like if you believe it's there and you believe it's going to charge your water, then it's going to charge your water. Right. That's like me. That's like me, even though I can see the full moon, if I put my glass of water out and I'm like, oh, I'm just going to see what happens and charge my, like, not like half-assed believing it. It's not going to work, you know? Yeah, totally. And the worst thing, and I learned this, I learned this the hard way is like doubting the process as you're doing it, thinking, oh, am I doing it right? Just like trust that you're doing it right. And like, that'll save you so much energy. Oh my gosh. We were just talking about that the other day. I know. It's a hard process. Well, yeah, because it's like wasting mental energy. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's it's just the questioning. It's like, was I really right? Was I wrong? Was I right? It's this teeter-totter. Yeah. Okay, this whole process is actually a lot simpler than I had imagined. So, um, it's, yeah, it's really simple and it doesn't take that much time. Yeah. Like it really doesn't. No. Something I love about um, doing like healing with you, energy healing, is that you kind of like suggest which crystals could be good for you. Yeah, that's, I love, I love that piece of it. Some people's guides, yeah, some people's guides will be like, use, they need to use this crystal for this purpose. And then sometimes it's very, they just need this crystal and that's where they leave it. So yeah. They're really powerful. Um, so if you're really trying to hone in on a certain energy, you know, they're like bracelets and earrings. Maybe you want to like embody that more. You could like go for those too, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So for me, I've always been, I have Shanghai earrings, um, which is good for like EMFs and those kind of purposes. I was just drawn to them immediately. And I have those all the time. I have, I tend to have a hard time with grounding. Same. So I have, yeah, I have a hematite anklet um, that I wear a lot during the summertime. So 
yeah, you can get fun with it. There's jewelry there. I always have a necklace on. Um, that's a crystal earrings, bracelets, so many uses. You're like covered in crystals. Like you truly embodied <laughs> the crystal lifestyle. I love it. No shame about it either. So let's say we have a noob. How would you recommend this person to like go about this whole thing? If they are like, oh, I like crystals. I kind of want to like experiment with them. What would you suggest? Yeah. So first I would say I would start online, like keep it very low barrier of entry where you don't have to go somewhere and feel intimidated by it. Right. Um, yeah, I would say definitely start online if you can and energy muse is a safe place to do so. Um, if you feel called to a certain crystal, get that with no question, just order it. If you are like, I don't know how I'm drawn. I don't know what that feeling feels like. How do you know if you're drawn to it? Um, the ones I really recommend people starting with is you, there's a few. So you can start with amethyst, rose quartz, clear quartz, selenite, uh, black tourmaline, or a hematite. And so all of those are really great. They are multifaceted. So amethyst is my favorite just because you can use it for so many different things. Um, and then same with clear quartz. I think those two are my top two, honestly. Um, and yeah, just start from there. And then before you know it, you'll collect 20 crystals and then up from there. Yeah. So amethyst is one of those that everyone can sort of benefit from. What is it for specifically? So it's really good for activating the third eye. Um, and it's really good heart opener stone. Mm. So those are the, those are two really big centers, energy centers. All of us need to open our hearts a little bit more, I think. So working on that, opening your heart in a sense is going to open all the other chakras. So, um, Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, so yeah, energy muse, love it. Um, I would like you to pimp yourself out because you do so much. You are a brain rewiring coach, you're a FNTP, you do mm -hmm. like energy healing, and I love doing energy healing with you. Um, so explain energy healing a little bit. I feel like you probably did last time, but I'm sure okay. you have evolved over like the last four months, you know, it's good to go back to the basics always. Um, yeah. So what energy healing is, is I am in a sense, a vessel that's channeling energy to you. So I connect to your energy distant, like from a distance. And from there, I can talk to your guides. I can tune into certain things that are going on. Um, I work a lot around physical symptoms and blockages. I do a lot of releasing work. So if there's something that's getting in your way for moving forward or bringing in abundance or growing your business, um, I help release and process those with you and for you. And yeah, that's pretty, that's energy healing in a sense. Yeah, in a nutshell. So <laughs> if someone has never tried energy healing, I know like for me, I was really curious because now we do mm -hmm. everything virtually. Um, 
How do you know where I am if I never told you my address? It's so we're in basic chirps. We're all connected energetically, right? You've heard we are one. We are all one. We're connected some way, somehow. And so how I start my sessions is I'm connected with you over Zoom. So just that interaction, I can connect with you very easily. Um, and I'll connect with you from there and then do the healing. And people tend to feel chills or sometimes that anxious feeling, you know what I mean? But it's really, really good because that means things are releasing um, and that'll subside after a while. So chills, heat, tingling. Mm. Yeah. So, okay. I also have this question because I'm one of those people. Like I might feel cold mm -hmm. or heat, but I don't mm -hmm. ever feel like anything super intense. And it can yeah. get me to a place like, oh, this is actually working, but it is. And um, I know in meditation, I always feel more intensely if I'm sitting mm -hmm. up. But um, when I'm laying down, like I don't feel anything. So mm. does the person who receives the healing have to be horizontal or can they be sitting up too? No, they can definitely be sitting up. Absolutely. I know for me, like I just do better laying down because it's, it allows my body to get more in that like relaxation state. Um, I do really well meditating, laying down when some people just pass out. So I pass again, out. it's yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you could totally do energy healing sitting up. That's yeah. That's a hundred percent. Okay. Again, that's with energy healing. There's no right or way wrong to do it. Yeah. As long as you have discernment, there's no right or wrong way. Yeah. And I think it's so key to pick an energy healer that you resonate with. Like, you know, hiring a coach, you would want to feel like you can trust this person fully and surrender to um, the process, I feel like. Yeah, absolutely. And I was just having a conversation with a friend about this the other day. It's like, I see so many people that are wanting all these big changes in their lives and they're just hopping energy healers, right? And it's really important, like if you want those lasting changes, you also find an energy healer that fits what you want and you stick with them for a bit. That's like the same thing with the coach. If you want results, you go to the same coach. If you want, like you go to the same therapist for a bit of time. Um, and I think that's the key too, is like, it's okay to hop around. If you really want change though, I would find somebody that you feel comfortable with for just three months, start with three months and see what happens. Yeah. And just like a session every month or maybe two or three weeks would be a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. It's like taking a shower or like getting a massage. You wouldn't get it once and be like, oh, I'm good now. That's right. why I thought. <laughs> so <Yeah>. silly. <laughs> well, I think it's like, that's, that's what people, that's, that's so common. That's what happened to me when I got in this too it's okay. I'll go to energy healing one time and my energy will just be balanced. It's yeah. Like, no, every person we interact with to some extent, they might project energy onto us. We might give our energy away too much. And then there becomes this imbalance and it's, it's an important like checkup or cleanup or tune up, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. It's like getting facials. Like you get it once and you feel mm -hmm. beautiful and your blackheads are gone, but yes. then they grow back. Um, so what are some practices that someone can do just to like 
cleanse their own energy, like keep it, you know, like maintain energy hygiene in a sense without mm-hmm. an energy healer, because you, you know, like just like between sessions, how would you kind of like keep yourself like well? Yeah, I think one really important thing is to make sure you're taking time for yourself, right? So making sure you're filling up your own cup um, and not always having someone do that for you because that can be, that person can be projecting energy. You could be giving energy away and you really want to make sure that you are aware of that and really just loving on yourself. So maybe that's one hour a week and that's okay. Um, I really love Epsom salt, Epsom salt baths that just allows me to disconnect from everything else, go in there, recharge, and then come back out. Um, It could be the protection bubble in the morning before you get out of bed, just protecting yourself with this energy bubble, um, not allowing anything to come in that's not for your highest and best. Um, I think, yeah, those are my top two things. Uh, just take, yeah, just taking time for yourself is such a big one. And it's so overlooked because we live in a society where we're always go, go, go too worried about everybody else. And we overlook ourselves and our needs. Yeah. Um, so I think it it was like eye opening for me to like realize, you know, like from learning about human design and all of this energy Mm -hmm. stuff, we're always exchanging energy with one another even if you don't go out of your house you know you can pick up energy from social media over zoom you know and now that I'm in somewhere different I go on like the subway every single day so energy hygiene is really important so it's not like you have to make it a whole process but when you wash your hands or like drink water or shower you have to shower every day so you kind of might as well just like set a little intention when you go in the shower yeah yeah like I'm all about like making things as easy as possible I'm like lazy like that why but I think that's I think that's good that you're just going for the easy stuff because it's easy to implement and it's not intimidating people get into this space and they're like, it's so overwhelming. What do I do? Mm. Just simplify it. Just simplify. Yeah, totally. So um, I know you're doing group healing these days. So pimp yourself out. I think uh, group healing is wonderful. Like I love the one-on-one, but group healing is like super amplify. I mean, the Mm -hmm. energy and is more affordable too. something, you know, you can probably get more often. So yeah, pimp yourself out. Yeah. So group healing, what you said, it's, I mean, group healing is amazing. If you've, if you've done it, you know, if you haven't, you should, you should experience it. Um, But in my group healing sessions, I cap it at eight people. So only eight people are in it. It's two hours long. Um, During the first 10, 15 minutes, we do a bit of a check-in and then everybody can come with a specific question or an area of their life that they want me to focus on and maybe get some more guidance around. And then from there, you lay down and receive for 45 minutes to an hour. And then I bring everybody back and go through all the information that came through each individual person. And what's really, really cool about it is there's always common themes. There's always common themes from each person. Um, And so like if, if we were doing a session with you and then we say there's Susan, right? 
you, if I say Susan's message, it could also be relevant to you too. And you're like, wow, I really got that message from her too and vice versa. So the messages you're getting for yourself also could be for somebody else too. And I think that's what makes this container so amazing. Um, I'm all about connection. Connection is one of my really big values. So bringing that connection in to create that community and also bring that amplification of energy too. It's unreal. Love it. And you are so good at making that information digestible and making it mm. actionable for your clients. So that's why I love about you. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Where can people find you and, you know, what are your offerings? Okay. Let me restart that. So where can people find you and get in touch with you? Yeah. So you can go to my Instagram. It's at Katie McKnight wellness. Um, you can go to my website, mcknightwellness.com. That's where you can find me. You have so many good resources. I know you created this like guide that I really love and share with like so many people. So love your freebies, love your you. offerings. And yeah, thanks for being here. Thanks so much. It was so fun. I love talking about crystals so much. Okay. Awesome. Have a good day. Thank you again. Bye. Bye. And of course, Katie and I talked for another 30 minutes or so after we said bye, but I just absolutely love her. Give her a follow at Katie McKnight Wellness. She is absolutely a light to follow on social media. Raise the frequency of your Instagram feed. You know what I mean? Hope you enjoyed this lighthearted episode all about energy, crystals, healing with Katie. And I will talk to you in the next episode.